0: Hello and welcome to the rabbit hole. This is the completely improvised podcast where I am alone with a microphone and I willingly go down the rabbit hole of my own mind to see what characters and stories I can find. I have very cleverly googled random word generator and I am going to click on generate random word to get myself underway. And the word is freeze. We're going down. The rabbit hole. We're going down. The rabbit hole. Here we go.
1: Oh, jeez, Daryl, it's cold in here.
0: I understand that you're uh, experiencing some coldness, but as a butcher, all right, you've got to get used to the cold room. All right, you're going to spend a lot of time in here, and uh, I want you to make sure that this is the sort of environment that you feel you can thrive in.
1: I don't know, Daryl. Um, I mean, I like butchering. Uh, I love butchering. Uh, you know that I'm a natural. Uh, you, you give me a carcass. Oh, uh, I just know where to slice.
0: Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, and and Trev, uh, honestly, um, it's a it's a delight to behold. But if you're going to uh, rely purely on your innate skills with a butcher's knife, then you are going to struggle, my friend. All right, because there's a lot more to butching than just being able to slice and dice up a carcass, all right?
1: I, I was just, um, you know, I've never felt comfortable in the cold. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if uh, winter was a, was a sad time for me or, um, or if I've got some deep-seated need to uh, be embraced by the warmth. But I just know that here in this room... Um, I feel, I feel enclosed and I feel sad.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, we call that butcher's ennui, Trev. And uh, you're not the first person to experience it, all right? It's not unusual. Uh, out there in the shop, you're dealing with the customers. Uh, you're slicing up the meat. Um, there's colour, there's movement, there's warmth. There's a bit of joie de vivre. Uh, it's easy to get lost in the, um, the carnival atmosphere, uh, of being a butcher, Trev. But back here in the cool room, in the freezer, that's when the butcher's ennui sets in. All right, you're forced to really analyze who you are and what it means to be a butcher when you're standing in the freezing cold, surrounded by the as yet unbutched carcasses of our fallen animal friends. Then, yeah, yeah, it's uh becomes hard to remember that sense of belonging that is so easily attained out in the shop. But I've got to tell you, you can't have one without the other, Trev. You can't have the beauty and joy and warmth, the all-encompassing, satisfying embrace of the butcher's shop if you're not willing to spend some time out here in the freezing reality of our own limitations all right, this is where we find out who we are as butchers, Trev. This cool room is the doorway to your soulmate.
1: To my soulmate?
0: No. What I'm saying is like there's a there's a comma there, your soulmate.
1: Oh, I thought this was where I might find my soulmate.
0: Well, it's definitely a step on that journey, Trev, uh, because I don't think you're going to be able to find your soulmate. Until you've um, confronted what's in your own soul, and that's what this room is all about.
1: Yeah I guess I have um I have left some things, some issues internalized, uh, stowed away in the dark recesses of the unacknowledged corners of my soul um, and I can almost feel them starting to sprout into recognition here in the in the sub-zero temperatures. With the eyeless carcasses seeming to stare at me.
0: It's amazing how they do seem to uh, develop the ability to stare right through you, don't they? these carcasses. I mean, out there in the shop, when you've got that cleaver in hand, I mean, we dominate this meat, Trev, we dominate it. But here, the tables have turned. Here in the cool room, the carcass is king all right? Our status has flipped as quickly as the temperature. That's what happens when you cross the threshold. The status flips. Out there, we've got the cleavers, we've got the knife, we've got the carnival atmosphere, and we're slicing and dicing, and we rule. But as soon as we cross the threshold from warmth to cold, the carcass sees all. Rabbit hole ah, look, my child
2: a fresh carcass for us to feast upon. We are indeed blessed to have such bounty present itself to us for the feasting. Oh, there is so much food, mamma, so much food for us to feast upon. I feel we are the luckiest vultures that ever did vulture. Yes, Tarquin. Here is enough food for us to make our bellies plump.
0: But we must also be careful, Mama, that we do not fill our bellies so full that we are unable to fly. For remember, danger is ever-present, Mama.
2: Well said, Tarquin. Yes, the power of flight is our number one defence from our enemies. But I've looked around, Tarquin. I've used my very, very, very good eyesight, and I see no danger. I see no reason why you and I can't feast beyond
0: the point of flight, just this one time. Oh, Mother, it feels so decadent, the two of us here feasting away, while the rest of our friends and family have nothing to eat. Should we perhaps eat some and then bring some back?
2: You're such a boy scout sometimes, Tarquin. Oh, I mean, yes. I mean, ideally, ideally, we would eat some for ourselves and then fly some back for the rest. Or we'd use our unique
0: clarion call. Clarion? But I think you mean carrion. It's, it's uh, carrion. Well, both of them seem right. Clarion. Cla- clarion. Carrion. Well, we're eating carrion. It's got a clarion sounds more horn-like, doesn't it? I think you're thinking of a clarinet, Mother. Are you thinking of a clarinet? Rabbit hole.
1: Oh, hello, everyone. Bit of shush. Uh, yes, uh, it's uh, my pleasure to bring to order, uh, uh, if you will, the very first rehearsal for this year of the Bendigo Symphony Orchestra. We're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> All right, settle down. Um... Uh, most of you know each other, of course. We had a stellar year last year. Uh, we really brought to life uh, most of Beethoven's work. Um, he's he's tricky little bugger, but uh, I think we did him proud. Uh, but we're moving on. Um, we're uh, tackling a bit of Mozart this year. A bit of Mozart. I think we're ready. Um, got our, um, you know, the mathematical side of our our brains in order uh, to go with our. Musical abilities. So, Mozart, watch out. The Bendigo Symphony Orchestra is coming for you. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, it would be remiss of me not to uh, point out our newest member who's just come in. First clarinet. Um, please make welcome Tony. Yep, stand up, Tony. And um, everyone, this is Tony. Uh, Welcome to the Bendigo Symphony Orchestra, Tony. Um, I've heard heard great things about you, and that um, that demo tape you sent in was well impossible to play. We uh, got rid of our tape deck a while ago, so um, but I imagine it was pretty good. And anyone who's ballsy enough to send in a, a cassette tape uh, as an audition, um, well, they're going to fit right in here, the Bendigo Symphony Orchestra, because we are uh, we're loose cannons. That's what we always say. We are loose cannons. Um, Almost as loose as the William Tell Overture. Am I right? (laughs) All right, settle down. Settle down. Okay. Uh, Tony, if you'd like to say a few words, that'd be great. Um, The floor is yours. I mean, it's mine, technically. It's my house. And, um, you know, I'm I'm paying it off. So, well, I guess that makes it the banks, doesn't it? Um, But we won't dwell on my... My debts, because this is not the time nor place, even though it is my place or the bank's place. It's a place, but um, it's uh, definitely not the time or place to be talking about it. So I've gone on long enough. And Tony, the floor is not literally yours, it's more metaphorically yours or figuratively. It's figuratively yours. Denise, what do you reckon? Figuratively or, or, or metaphorically? Yeah, all right. Well, Denise would know, so I'll just hand the microphone over. Here you go, Tony.
0: Thank you so much for having me in your symphony orchestra. You've all been so tremendously welcoming. Dedicating my life to the clarinet has opened me up to endless ridicule. It is by no means the coolest instrument in the playground, and even here amongst proficient musicians such as yourself, I, I notice a certain amount of scorn and pity in the way that you look at me and my instrument. I notice that though I am the first clarinet, I am also the only clarinet. I am the sole clarinet, if you will, And this is not a rarity in my life. Often I'll turn up to a clarinet club, hoping to find like-minded people with which to share my passion. And I'll turn up to an empty room as the lone member of the club, the only person who has answered the clarion call, To become part of a clarinet club I wonder who puts up these posters Attempting to start a clarinet club And why have they not at least turned up To see if anyone has Decided to answer that call But I never get an answer to this question And now Here I am, I've sent my Audition tape off and have kindly been accepted into the midst of this fine and reputable symphony orchestra, and I could not be more delighted, for though you look at me with the suspicion of an outsider, I like to imagine that once I have used my clarinet to enhance the power of this orchestra, that soon enough we will be comrades... In music, we will be striving together to achieve that ever-elusive goal of brightening the world, air briefly, with our musical enchantments. So once again, and in short, to summarize, I am well-accustomed to being shunned for my gifts, and yet I hope that my gifts will, in time, prove themselves a welcome addition to your robust musical endeavours. Thank you.
1: Oh, well, how about that? Thank you, Tony. Oh, that was lovely. Wasn't that lovely, everyone? All right. And um, before we get underway, a couple of announcements. Um, stick around after rehearsals. Uh, we've got a lovely meat spread on, thanks to our uh, Trev from The Butchers, um, who also is our percussionist. All right, keep on, keep on hitting those things in time, Trev. Um, love your work and love your meats. Um, well butched as always. Um, so do stick around and uh, get stuck in. All right, I know you will. You pack of vultures. Okay, you are uh, you're insatiable. All right, but to be fair, nothing works up an appetite like um, giving your all to the symphony orchestra. Does it? Okay. All right, so we're going to uh, we're going to kick things off uh, this year. As I said, Mozart. Let's start with um. With his big one, eh? hey, the the main one, the main Mozart one, you know the one, yes. All right, everyone. So we're doing the main Mozart one, um, which uh, sadly, Tone is um is clarinet free this one, so you can you can sit this one out and just um maybe have a look and um and uh, watch everyone else in action. All right, so you can get a sense of how we work, and then we'll get more. Uh, we'll move on to more uh, clarinet-y, uh Mozart uh, once we've got this one under our belt. All right, Tone. So. So um you know pop the pop it away for now and um you know play with your eyes all right play the uh the music of 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 observation all right it's the um it's the most marvelous music of all sometimes isn't it just watching watching and listening and um and then um as i said we'll 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 all uh we'll all take five and uh, get stuck into the meats all right everyone places please <laughs> okay here we go eyes on me
0: was the rabbit hole we went down the rabbit hole see you soon